What is up, our people, and welcome back to a brand new season of the Fang Podcast. We are back. We are ready. And yeah, you ready, bro? I'm always ready. (laughs) (laughs) Stay ready so you never got to get ready. Period. Mm -hmm. So we do want to welcome you guys to this new season, to this new episode. I am your co-host, Rebecca. Um, You can follow me on Instagram at thatqueenbeck. Same on TikTok as well. Yeah, I'm over here getting myself confused when I know my name is, is the same on all of my platforms. Yeah, you never changed it. I never changed it. Well, and I'm Mokri, the one and only. Any others are counterfeit. And you can follow me on Instagram at it's underscore Mokri. And that's on TikTok, too. And um, Thank you for um, coming on and tuning in with us at the Fang Podcast. We are first American Nigerian generation. And you can catch us wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, we are officially on everything now. We thought we was on everything before, but we are officially <laughs> on everything now. You can find us wherever, and I mean wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm excited for that one. <laughs> <laughs> it was your birthday, and I was like, everybody, look. Support us. Go listen to the podcast, okay? Um, but life has been good. And Life's been good. Life's been real good. Uh, my birthday just passed, so we had a nice celebration with my friends and family, and I do just want to take a moment to thank everyone who did come out. I do want to thank you for helping, and inshallah, you're not here, but Michelle, when you listen to this, thank you very much. I appreciate everything that you've done for me. Once I post all the, you know, the party shenanigans, everything will be tagged in the description, so do make sure you support, support, support. Thank you to everyone who did everything for me to help make this day what I wanted it to be. I just wanted to get that out there. But um, yeah, we have been doing real good. Um, I'm 24 years young now. I like um, that. Honestly, I've been claiming 24 before I turned 24. Like, I want to say since March, I would just be like, I'm 24 years old. I'm 24. Do you? Fuck 23. Well, not fuck 23, but Damn. I'm 24. Like, 23 is like, okay. 24 is like, I'm almost 25. Damn. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. You don't want to be 25 because I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But like people ask me, do I feel different now that I'm 24? And it's like, no, I feel the same. Just excited for what's to come. We had a good summer. I'm excited for the fall. Um, Nigerian independence is coming. Mm-hmm. Well, when we post this, it yeah, will have already passed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and with that, let's get into it. We're going to be starting off with Wasorok um, Baluwa, which translates into Come Speak With Us. Yes. So we want to be practicing our Yoruba, okay? Yeah, because we speak Yoruba, not 100% fluently, but we speak it and we understand it well. Too. She means that we speak Yoruba English, okay? <laughs> I don't jack speaking Yoruba, speak Yoruba English. I jack like maybe 50%. 50? Mm. But the fact that I understand it, that's really good, though. Yeah, I understand You can understand it. a language, that's real good. But to speak it... Give, give us a pat on the shoulder, because we actually understand it. Bossa, bossa, <laughs> bossa. Yes, um, so we're actually going to start off very simple. We're going to start with the greetings. Dami, you want to tell them how to say good morning? I had to think about it. So good morning translates into ekaro. Uh, you know, in the morning when you wake up, you see your parents. Ekaro. The first thing. You kneel down. Ekaro. <laughs> well, I don't kneel down anymore, honestly. But I do still say, good morning, mommy. I say good morning. I don't even say Ekaro. I be, I be trying. 
don't. I be trying. I be like, honestly, I don't. Good morning, good night, sweet dreams. It's their fault. They be speaking to us in English all the time. I be like, stop talking to me like that. Speak to me in Yoruba, no other language. And then she'll start, and I be like, huh? Can you say that over again? Say it in English, please. Honestly, like even earlier today, my mom, she was telling me something, and I understood part of what she was saying. But one, she was saying it so fast. <laughs> and it's like, can, can you say it in English, please? And every time I tell her say something in English, she's like, why, you don't understand? What's wrong with you? Act like you don't understand Yoruba. I'm like, I don't understand what you're saying in the moment. <laughs> so if you could like come down to my level for a second and give me a little translation, I would appreciate that. Yeah, they be, but they usually do that when, you, when you're speaking. They will like say something and then repeat it in English. But they don't do that that often, but they, we do it a lot naturally. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, um, what was one thing? They'll be like, um, oh man, what's this word? How you say, how are you? Akasa. No. no, what the fuck? That's that good means, afternoon. That's good afternoon. <laughs> Akasa is good afternoon. Baoni. They be like, Baoni, how are you? That's how they would say it. You know, usually they would say it, then translate it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. They gotten lazy. But yes, Ekara is good afternoon. And Ekale is good evening. Usually these um, these terms are, or greetings are followed with kneeling down. Um, it's different for men and it's different for women. Um, women more of go towards, like, down it's on their knees, knees. Yeah, like, and men they they like all fours on the floor basically think of it yeah like basically like your hand touches the floor the leg go up yeah type shit um well well when we remember what the terms are we'll come back and tell you guys <laughs> good morning is mm-hmm. good afternoon is Akasa. and good night is Akale. all right we got that clear so what we're really going to talk about today is traveling in general or maybe not in general more of what traveling has done for us and how it started and where it started our access to traveling and how it has impacted us because since i was a baby i've had a passport when did you have your passport like when did you first travel I don't know, but one memory <laughs> I do have is I remember when I was younger and I found one of my passports mm-hmm. and it was expired. So we were getting ready to get it renewed. And my mom, she keeps all of my old passports. And so I saw my very first passport with my baby picture and I'm like, I've had a passport since. Damn, girl. And I've always had a passport. You know, when we're born, they take us back home to go for the yeah, family some people, to come and meet us and bless us and all of that. Some people go as early as like... as. As soon as they're clear to travel, like they before the out. age of three, they're out. <laughs> they are out. Because like like I said, the family's back there. Everyone wants to see the new baby in the family. Honestly, I think I, I think we get our passport before we get our birth certificate. <laughs> because <laughs> our parent our Nigerian parents always have been on it. Mm-hmm. Like if you were born in America or probably I don't know about the UK, but if you were born in America, your parents did not hesitate to get you your passport. They made sure you were set, so the moment they have to go back to Nigeria, you are ready to go with them. Yeah, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. When was the first time you traveled to Nigeria? I don't know. You don't I know? I was very young. Mine was like at the age of six or seven. I was younger than that. I was a baby, probably. Yeah, you were a baby, baby. But the young, the youngest, the earliest memory I have of me being super young in Nigeria is followed by a picture and a story that my mom keeps telling me. So I found a picture of myself and I was just like, you know, in my diaper, no shirt on, just 
playing or whatever, I guess, in the picture. And then my mom, she told me the story, and she was how, like, basically my uncle, he gave me beans, and I was shitting all over the house. <laughs> Literally, my diaper, I was just shitting, 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 walking around the house, shitting and shit. <laughs> what? Sorry, yo. But yeah, I was literally just shitting all over the house, and my uncle gave me the beans, and my mom was like, you are the one who's going to have to clean all that yagbe on the floor. You are the one changing her diaper, all of that stuff. Me? Who told you to give her beans? I'm crying. Yep. Oh. But that's the earliest memory I have of me being young and the youngest, I guess. Yeah, the youngest I've been in Nigeria. Did you ever go to school in Nigeria? Never. Really? Never. Do you remember where you lived? When you In your earliest memory? Where we lived? Like the town, city? Ikorodu. Ikorodu? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. I've never been to your house in Nigeria. You never. I've never you been never to yours been to, either. You've never been to my house in Nigeria. <laughs> never. And have we ever been to Nigeria at the same time? No. We've never been to Nigeria and at I the same time. And I don't know why. That, it makes no, no sense. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. We should go. We should go together. You want to come in December? This December, my passport's expired. You better get on that, girl. Girl, they doing this new whole new NIN identification number yeah, thing. Yeah, you got to get that. I got When I went to Nigeria, I got all my stuff. I need to get that. That's the mm-hmm. problem. Damn. Yeah. Well, I didn't know about that because I had to renew my passport this year, too. But it wasn't until after I renewed my passport. And then I went to Nigeria. And then that's when. Well, I, I can't renew my passport without the NIN number. That's crazy. Right? Now they're coming up with identification numbers. Yeah, that's the Nigerian social social security security? number. That's what it is. (laughs) Now they want to come with social security. (laughs) I guess that's what happens when you're like, you have your independence for over 60 years now. Now, 60 years later, Mm -hmm. now everybody gets social security. Right. Either way, um, I went to Nigeria like at seven. I grew up in, not grew up, but um, I went, I was living in Surulere. I still remember my address. Surulayemi. Ah, yes. I grew up in. I I went to school in Surulere. I remember I lived on Lyde Street. It was one of my favorite times as a child, other than being beaten at school. Like, yeah, I remember when you told me that story. I was like, I cannot imagine bro, all for, someone beating me at school. And, and my you know mother, what, but being okay with it. You know why they I were okay with it, though? I can't. This is why they were okay with it. They were okay with a teacher beating me because when they came to the school to pick me up, he knew the teacher personally from secondary school. Mm-mm. So it was like, oh, yeah, we know each other. So if she ever misbehaves, you can beat her. I don't care if I know you. Don't touch my child. Yeah, that's, you know, Nigerian culture is different. Okay, we're talking about my culture right now. Don't touch my kid. I don't know how people do that. Oh, I can't. That's the American culture. But you're right. That is the culture. That's just how it is. With the ruler, even watching the movie. With the cane. When watching the um, the movies, you'll see them like in school and the kid acting up, they get the ruler, the cane. Ah, that cane, you know, she made me put my hand out like this. She now get the cane. And you know, they're aiming for right here. Yo, bro, I used to move so quick. I'd be like, (laughs) and the the more you did that, the the harder harder it got. Man. I should not be smiling. <laughs> it's funny, not. but it's not funny. It's, it's not, not funny. It's not funny. It's not funny, but I know, I kn- that pain was real. Mm-hmm. Like, if I wanted to be, like, you know, a uh, physical discipline, a parent that disciplined their children physically, uh, that one, that one pains. But we're not even going to talk about punishments. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about traveling. Um, Nigeria has been great for me, though. 
I know like it's a country that goes through a lot. People are always hungry or, you know, people are always saying they're suffering. But I don't I can't say I've had a bad experience with being in Nigeria. And we've been in I've went to multiple parts in Nigeria. I went to Agbado, Lekki, Maryland, and these were places that at least I stayed in for like about a month. Even Abekuta, Ibadan, I haven't really stayed in Ibadan too long. But like I know it's a hard country, but it's I'm glad I never had that hard experience. Mm-hmm. I don't want it. Yeah. Sometimes I th- I think the same thing as well. Like when you think about your life here and you think about how people are back home, how they're suffering, it's like, wow, I'm really blessed that I was born here and that my life is here. I was able to grow up here. And yeah, yeah. I, I can go back. I can help. I can do all of that stuff. But I'm grateful that this is my home. Right. I know my mom had told me one time, I think we were having a conversation, maybe just laughing or something, and my mom was like, if I was to be born in Nigeria, I probably would have been raising chickens. Raising chickens? Yeah, I would have probably been raising chickens. Because at one point, at one point in my mom's life, she was selling food or selling like, I think it was beans or gari something. She was selling that on the side of the road. You look at my mom now, you'd be like, that was her story? You know, I would have never believed that. Mm -hmm. But when you when given the opportunity you really see them come and flourish as much as possible to give their children a better life so i have mm-hmm. to say i appreciate the parents that have done what they had to do to come to america or the uk to really just provide their kids with a better life and i really hope their children us and our children's children don't take that for granted for real and that's where it lies on us to make sure we help our kids to understand what our parents, not what our parents went through, but the struggles and like how it's important that they came here and you were born here. You now have this opportunity to do whatever it is that you want with the support of your family behind you, of course. Exactly. Oh, traveling. But how long, wait, when's, how's, do you, the longest you've been in Nigeria? Like um, domestically? (laughs) A year? A year plus? No, like traveling wise, not when you lived there. Oh, how many times? How So let's say you went, what's the longest you've stayed? Not when you lived, but like when you just went there and you came back home. Um, Probably like a month. The longest I stayed is like two weeks. Bro, no, I can't stay two weeks in Nigeria. Two to three weeks. But this year, at the end of the year in December, I'm going to stay about a month. Yeah. You're staying for a month? About. I really want to go. About a month. I don't know if we're going to touch the month mark. Because after a while, I'll be like, oh, to sue me, I need to go home. <laughs> no, I love Nigeria. I can, I can, I can, I think I could live in Nigeria. If I had the proper finances to support definitely my lifestyle, I would stay in Nigeria. But if I was to go to Nigeria and struggle, no, take me home, please. Take me home. Please and thank you. Um, but, you know, since we traveled <laughs> since like we were young, I never knew that a lot of um, people did not have their passport. And I did not know that until college. That surprised me, too. When I found out people didn't have a passport, I'm like, don't you get a passport when you're born? Yeah, like, that's what I like, Don't I that come with you the social it? security card, the birth certificate, all of that? Like, it don't? Like, oh. Right. I oh. thought it came with the birth. I, th- I thought it came with the hospital blanket. Having a passport is considered a luxury. Nah, I don't think it's considered a luxury. I think people see it as a luxury, though. Because it's like, if I'm not going away, why am I going to spend this bread and bother myself to go but get a, don't, listen, to go get a passport if I ain't going nowhere? I don't even got the bread to fly nowhere. So why am I going to passport right now? Yo, but you, but the thing is, because you don't have a passport, you're not going to think about going anywhere. 
you should get a passport because you know what a what a passport first of all it's only like a hundred dollars to get a passport it literally is a hundred dollars to get a u.s passport and it lasts about 10 quote correct me if i'm wrong but like five to ten years is is what one passport lasts right before it expires mm -hmm. so you have 10 years within that time to at least travel once to anywhere in the world and the u.s passport That's gets you into so many countries you see that is when people go out of their their way to research information and know okay it's better for me to have a passport and i might travel later compared to i just don't got the bread right now i don't plan on flying away why the fuck am i getting a passport those are so, two different people. What you're saying is right, but I'm like, some people don't see it like that. Like, it's like they're not going anywhere, so it's not it's not important to them or it doesn't matter enough for them to just go and get a passport. But I do believe, I do think it is important to have a passport because, like you said, you know, even in the future, it lasts 10, 5 years, whatever you said. Don't quote us. We don't know. We don't um, remember. <laughs> we don't remember. <laughs> But it's good to have a passport because you never know when you're going to go somewhere. You could use it for any kind of identification. If you're trying to get a job, you could use a passport as identification. If you want to travel, your passport. You lost your social security card and can't find it. Your passport pa works You lose your ID, your passport gets you into the clubs, gets you into the spots. Like, a passport is very universal. It is ver it's very useful. It's not, you don't have to use it for just traveling. And... When I learned, I didn't learn a lot that people, I didn't learn that people didn't have a passport until I got to college. And and honestly, I really didn't realize it until I, I got into a relationship mm -hmm. with um him. <laughs> and it was then that I realized like, yo, you really don't have your passport, but you were born here. And it's the what really baffled me was like, this was somebody that always talked about traveling. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, so get it. It's only a hundred dollars. You know what I mean? It's, so when I learned that, I was like, there's no way that you can stay in this, be an American citizen, and you have this right. And, you know, I used to think about it that, you know, people in Nigeria, it, it's you have to fucking jump through hurdles <laughs> to, to get, get a passport. passport. Mm -hmm. to just to, Even just to get your visa. It's a lot. It's a lot. So I always felt like, you, you you had the opportunity. Why didn't you take it? Why don't you take it? And honestly, at some point in my life, I started. I gifted at least two people in my life passports. I'm like, yo, here's the money. Here's the application. Fill it out. I'm buying your passport. There's no way. Like, there's no way you say you want to travel to see the world and you haven't. Mm -hmm. When a hundred dollars is so it's so. Look, people spend a hundred dollars easily. Easily. Bro, you could spend a hundred dollars on food in a day easily, and that food only lasts you one day. First of all, people spend a hundred dollars, um, more than a hundred dollars to get bottles at the club. You can get your passport, but that's just my opinion. Like I, like I know I can't hold it against y'all for not getting it, but you can get it, and you never know within that time frame before it expires if you won't want to travel. Because let's say, oh, now it's time to book a trip. Your friends want to go somewhere, and it's like it's out of country. But you don't got a passport. Damn. Now I got to go get my passport. I got to buy my plane ticket. I got to make sure I got spending money for the trip. I got to do preparations for the trip. So just to find out, to get the passport, is going to take two months. The trip is in a month. And I <laughs> you, got to pay to get it expedited. You got to make sure the picture is valid. Because if the picture is not valid, you got to go back it. take the picture. It's a lot. So it's a process. Just get over it. Yeah. Getting a passport is like something you should have, I think. Everyone should have a passport. 
whether you do travel or not, it's just a good document to have. And like I said, you could use it for anything. Mm-hmm. Getting a job. Fucking, what else did I say? You lose your ID. You know people like to party. You get in a spot with your passport. <laughs> you could go to Puerto Rico with your... No, you go to Puerto Rico with your ID. Yeah, you go to Puerto Rico with your ID. I take that back. <laughs> the Caribbean, the Bahamas and stuff, I believe you do need your passport. So you know how people like going to even Mexico, Tulum. You can't go to Tulum. That's your passport. But, and the having same. a passport, like, tra- so I know we, never, we, we both haven't only traveled to Nigeria. I've been to London. I've been to Ghana. Um, I've been to Mexico. I've been to Jamaica. And I plan on traveling to more places. And every time I travel, I just learn something new about somebody else's culture, their way of life. And I it, it makes me either be appreciative of the life that I have here mm-hmm. or it makes me value the life that they have there. And I'm like, damn, I could like, I'd be like, damn, I could live on an island. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait, but I'm a city girl. And you see how everyone's living. And even though, like, some stores might look different, the roads look different, the streets look different, it's like, they're regular people just like me. Like, every time I travel, I sometimes I be having, like, a culture shock. And it's like, we're all regular people. Like, yeah, I know that. But then when you see it, see people in their own culture, doing their own things, how they move in their own land, it's like, okay, this is this is dope. This is cool. Right. It's nice to see something you're not used to. First and of all, that's something hard. that And that's something that traveling gives you. And even with traveling... I love the airport. The airport is a vibe. I like love <laughs> the airport. Okay. The airport is really a vibe. It's the the aesthetic, the cleansiness. Everything about the airport. Just, the only thing I dislike about the airport and flying is just how long the flight might be. Sitting in one spot for like six hours, seven hours, 12 hours. That's the only downside. But everything else, I love it. Walking through TSA, yeah, you could check me. Mm-hmm, yeah, I'm traveling. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I please get um some 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 peanuts and some some pretzels? Thank you. You gotta ring the bell up top so they could come. The flight attendant. The, and the airport, um, the airplane food don't be bad either. Nah, airplane food is terrible. Not all the time. It's terrible. Nah, it's not all the I time. Feel, that's what I forgot to say. I hate sitting on a plane for too long and airplane food. I hate it. Airplane food don't be it. that bad. It's it depends on the fl- it depends on the airline. Mm-mm, it's disgusting. It depends on the airline. It's nasty. I I love when I um travel to London, I like um I like UK airlines. They it, it's more I don't know how to explain it, but their food is a lot better than like Mm-mm. the airlines going to Nigeria. Not for me. The airlines coming from Nigeria, the food is good because they will have jollof rice and, and meat. No, and the stuff. jollof rice is nasty. I'd rather eat that airplane jollof rice than any, any other airplane food. Nah, you tripping. Bro, even in London, like the sandwiches, this is the worst memory of my life. I was in the airport in London, Heathrow Airport, and we went to go get food. And you know how they just have like those cold sandwiches and stuff? Yeah. They don't really have food food. And like the food food they do have, I'm not used to it. My palate don't like it because I'm not from here. It's just not what I eat. So my only choice is to get the cold sandwiches because, you know, I I like sandwiches. Get some chips and a beverage. I'm good, right? Uh Right? No, I'm not good. <laughs> what happened? I buy the sandwich. I go back to my mom, and I'm opening the sandwich, about to eat. I took a bite of my chips. There is a cockroach in my sandwich. <laughs> There's a cockroach in my sandwich. Why is there a cockroach in my... Bro, all I wanted to do was eat. I didn't eat no airplane food. 
The one food I find, a turkey sandwich, I wanted to eat it. You didn't return it? Hell yeah, I returned it. What do you mean? I returned shit, okay? I returned shit. I went back, I got my money back, thankfully, but... Damn, I was hungry, and I was very scarring. Like, from now on, I don't buy no food from the airport, especially in London. If I do buy food, I'll go to, like, not Boots, but in the airport, the, the like, grocery deli shit they have the, in the, the airport. The expensive grocery stores? I just buy some chips, some Pringles. Pringles is my airplane snack. Damn. I always got a Pringles with me. So you don't like the English breakfast? No. Really? What's the English breakfast? It's like... It's um bean baked beans. Baked beans. I think it's baked beans, but it's beans, sausage, egg, bacon, toast, um, tomatoes. I will take that besides the baked beans and tomatoes. But it's mad good together. I'm hungry. We talking about food. I feel my stomach. I'm feeling. <laughs> so. A part of traveling that, you know, when I go to Nigeria that I've always been very appreciative is going to Abekuta, which is my mom's hometown. Mm-hmm. I think it's called a town or a city. I don't remember. Um, but Abekuta. And Abekuta is known for having Oluma Rock. So I love that every time we've gone there, my mom has always made it her mission to take us to Oluma Rock. And there we will hike. We will hike it and um, go all the way to the top. We have a tour guide teaching us the history. And the history of Oluma Rock is just so great. Because, you know, we don't, here we don't get to learn really about our culture, our culture's history. Mm -hmm. It's something that, first of all, they don't teach us black history as it is. They only teach us a European history. And And enslavement. Our history is somewhat, not somewhat, it is tied to European history. They don't touch on that aspect. They don't. They, don't they touch just on touch it. on enslavement and call it a day. So I like that when I go to Nigeria, I learn something new. Mm-hmm. So Oluma Rock, right, was um, is a location that was used in uh, intertribal war- wars. It was a location that um, benefited, I don't remember what group of people it was, but there was, I think it's called intertribal, right? don't know well either way it was war between tribes (laughs) and it was used to like basically win the war like it was um they won the i don't remember exactly the name of the people i forgot it and my phone's all the way over there but um the the vantage point that they had from olumar rock gave them it gave them an eagle's eye point of view (laughs) A clear view of the enemy and their advancements and stuff. So it really helped them win the war. And then when you go there and visit Olumar Rock, you can see how the people lived within the rock. And it's very interesting because it's like a space that's probably no taller than me and you sitting down. So you have to be, you have to like crouch down. And you could see inside, like if you look further in, you could see where they had like windows. You could see where they grinded peppers. And we're like, and I'm like, wow, I'm really amazed that people at one point live in this rock. And there was a woman, um, they call her Ia Arisa, right? I think I pronounced her name wrong. Uh, I beg, please forgive me. Don't but come for her. Don't come for me. She lived there for like about 133 years. I'm not quite sure if she's still alive. Um, by God's grace, she is. But 133 years is a long time to live mm-hmm. in that rock. And she 
would you know she really would say like she depends on the rock for for everything and it's just amazing when if you have gone there like if you see her home people don't um give her money people like it, it's just it's just quite an experience it's quite an experience and every time i go there i just feel a lot closer to home especially because at one point like my mom was and when we were like on the top my mom would like point and be like that's her mother's house and you could see it from Oluman rock and next door was like her aunt so i'm like wow our family th this is our family's history mm -hmm. like it's a location that even my children's children they could keep visiting and they could they would know like this is where your mother's family is from that's so beautiful i know right that's so beautiful Oluman rock it's such a beautiful place it used to they the, they have an option of taking the stairs usually the elevator is broken or you can go through the more n nature path i like the nature path more because you're actually walking on the rocks and stuff and climbing all the way to the top mm -hmm. it's really dope and they also have a museum with it as well i honestly i need to go back again because now that i'm older i feel like i would better retain the information yeah this is why we have to go to nigeria like at the same time so you could go you never yeah, been to Abitata. i've never been uh, i don't know but the rock i have never been and i would like to come and see bro it's a it's nice I see it. it's really nice i want to visit i mean God really knows how to do his thing with nature because mm -hmm. there's no way like these boulders are stacked on top of each other. Bro, they're boulders. Abekuta, when you're driving through Abekuta, all you will see are gigantic boulders. It's so surreal. And I don't know how God did it. Like, there's no, like, at one point, giants had to live on the world. That just had to be it. No, facts, facts, facts. Bro, they're, they're huge facts. ass boulders stacked upon each other, and people used to live in it without the fear of getting crushed. How did they make it? How were they able to get it? The Lord's work <laughs> is amazingly unimaginable blessed <laughs> <laughs> lagos at least living in lagos for me um when i lived in um Surulere, what a lot of the stuff that i experienced or one of my favorite memories of being in nigeria had to be waking up in agbado when i slept over my cousin's place or my big mommy's place and my cousin will always his name is Rahidi. god god bless his soul he rest in peace. Rest in he peace. used to bring us um, <clears throat> Puff Puff first thing in the morning. It would be hot and fresh. And honestly, I if it wasn't um, Puff Puff from Agbado, I didn't really want it. It didn't taste the same. It didn't hit the same. Have you ever made Puff Puff? Um, no, I haven't attempted. I did. Me and my mom, we made it a couple times and... It's it's kind of weird. You like you mix all the stuff. I think because it's yeast, which makes sense because yeast has to like rise and yeah. whatnot. And so I didn't know that at first, hey, but obviously yeah. while you're making it, mm -hmm. huh? no, I'm thinking I was just recalling my memory. Oh yeah, no, but we were making the the puff puff, and like I said, I didn't realize it was yeast until we were mixing the ingredients. And we put it on the we had to put it on like the stove. I didn't put the heat on obviously, and just Cover let it, it sit and let it rise, and then make the little balls and fry it. So I don't re remember me ever personally making puff puff, but I have sat down and watched it being made. Being made. I just never attempted it myself. Um, but it's a great experience. It's is there like a pastry? When I look at puff puff, it's like a donut. 
almost like it's a like donut. a donut. It's just a like a munchkin. like a munchkin, a munchkin but with a little no bit filling, a really big munchkin. If you know what Scotch egg is, it kind of looks like Scotch egg. It doesn't look like Scotch. Yes, egg, it right? does. No, no. Yes, a Scotch Rock egg is a ball. Oh, okay. Well, it's brown. It's I, a ball. It's it's kind of like a ball. Puff puff is brown. It's kind of like a ball. No, I think you were better. You were better off comparing it to munchkins. That was a good similarity there. Is a Scotch egg brown? It's an egg. Is Scotch egg brown on the outside, Mukri? Yes or no? Maybe. I don't want to give you the satisfaction. So I'm not going to answer that question. This girl be trying to come for me sometimes, but... I know it's all love. It's all love. I think Munchkin was a good comparison, though. Because it's a, it's, a, it's a pastry. It's sweet. It's served at parties. Yeah, I said scotch egg because scotch egg is kind of bigger. A munchkin is like... Oh, so in re- so you wasn't doing it in, because of what it looked like, just in size. And it just okay. so happens to look kind of like yeah. puff puff, round and brown. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> round and brown. <laughs> <laughs> um, but puff puff is served at parties. Um, it's eaten by itself. It's a snack. It's... It depending on who makes it, it could be very sweet. It could be mildly sweet. I always love when we go to church and they're giving out um like little snacks at the end. And of it's service. always puff puff and meat it's pie. It's always puff puff and meat pie or that's, fish pie. That's definitely when I devour puff puff. That's when I because you, you be hungry so after that. They service. be fighting for it. They be fighting for every. They be wanting more than one bag. I need to get one for my mommy. I need to get one for my auntie. I need to get one for my daughter. And your mother, your mother, your our parents will now send us over there like go get us one. <laughs> they don't want to give it to us. Like, didn't I just? They give don't want to give it to us because we're children. It's, 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 it's for my mom, though. It's, oh it's for my, my auntie. It's for big dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Puff puff. Every, they will go hard for some puff puff. Any, actually, they will go hard for any food that is meant to be packed and take home. Excellent. Um, <clears throat> I miss Nigeria. Maybe we should well, try making puff puff one day. I know my 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 um my friend my sis Annabelle made puff puff using banana. Yeah, banana was, puff? Yeah, she was making like a healthier version. It was actually okay. really good. It was really good. So I'm open to, you know, trying it and making it myself. I need to learn how to make more Nigerian food if I'm expecting a Nigerian husband. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, she, even if he's not Nigerian, just Nigerian food. You got to cook for him. When and I, I had to make jollof rice. That's it? And fried rice. That's it? And stew. That's it? And, and akara. That's it? And yam. That's it? And um, and um, corned beef stew. That's it. Macros. That's it. I know how to make um. Wanna? I begged. It's too much <laughs> to think about now. Don't come to the embarrass me. I just put you on the spot, girl. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. I had to think about it because I didn't want to lie either. I need like I know how to cook it. I just I don't eat it so often. And plus, mm-hmm. Nigerian food be, is a process. It's a process to it's make. A process. Definitely. And, and now that I've changed my eating to be more like pescatarian, I made like my mom made ayamashe instead of the meat. I did um, shrimp. It was actually really good. Shrimp and ayamashe. Yeah, I think we talked about it before. So I was like, yeah, let me try it. It was really good. I actually prefer it. Can you make ayamashe? Yeah. Have you tried it before? No. 
But I know how to make it. I do. I believe you. I do know how to make it. It's just that. You just haven't made it. I just haven't made it. But I know how to make it. I know all the ingredients. I know how to cook it. I just haven't made it because it takes a while to cook. And I don't be at home. I like, I'm always out. She be outside. She be booked and busy, okay? Period. Baby girl, I know you got some news for the for the for the guests, for the viewers. Oh, I'm licensed. For the listeners, because they need to know. I'm licensed. Since season one, we have been talking about this. Since before season one, we have been talking about this. Please let them know. I'm licensed? Yes. In New Jersey? Yes. And New York? Uh-huh. License? Baby girl. Stay tuned for the booking info. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Nah, honestly, I'm so excited. I do want to say congratulations. Thank you. I know that you have been working very hard in school. Thank you. I've seen you coming to your house, working late at night, calling you on the phone. I got to study for class. I got to study for class. I got to study for class. Like, okay, be a boring bitch. But I understand. I I understand. I I understand. School is first. School always comes first. then play. Okay. I understand. And I'm very happy that you are officially done. That's why Independence Weekend. We outside. are partying. We are partying outside. Outside. Why outside, you? Why you? Why you? Eh, eh, eh. But I am. Yo, I haven't been outside. Like usually, I'm outside during the summer. Mm-hmm. But this summer, I've kept calm. You have. I kept, kept calm, calm, and it's You're for the calm. right reasons. But don't worry. We gonna have all the tea, all the juice, all the sugar. On this weekend, because we are going to party it up, and we will let you guys know how that went on next week's episode. We want to thank you for tuning in with us. Mm-hmm. We want to thank you for tuning in with us. We hope that you enjoy this episode of the Fang Podcast, and welcome to season three. We have more. I was I was going to say more shit, but I don't want to curse. We have more things dropping for you guys, so just make sure you are staying tuned. Yeah, make sure you tuned. follow us on Instagram, on TikTok at the Fang Podcast. Make sure you. Tune into our link tree. We do have a whole bunch of links over there. So if you want to yeah, know so where you we're can, at, you can catch us on any platform iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, everything. Apple Podcasts, everything. Everything. Wherever you get your podcast. Everything. Okay. Because we we beneficial, but we official, official. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. So thank you for tuning in with us. I'm Mukri, the one and only. Any others that counterfeit. Okay. So check your pockets. And here's my lovely, my beautiful 24 on the 24. Ew. <laughs> that queen back. You know Okay. It. Rebecca on some queen shit. <laughs> I love that change. You love it? I like it. I like it a lot. Ladies, you know, queen vibes always. You know, queen status all the time. Okay? All right. And hope to see you and here next week. Peace. I was going to say peace and blessings. This ain't my YouTube channel. We out, you guys. Bussa, bussa, bussa. <laughs>